Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Well, good morning to you and your families. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J on this ninth day of May, and I know it's going to be weird. But, yeah, it's kind of snowing outside right now, guys. There's snow on the X-Van right now. When I pulled up this morning, I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. And it, there's, I didn't see any of that in Canyon County when I was on my way. Me either. Uh, but when I got here, it was like, is that snow on the ground? Freaking A, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's bananas. Uh, I'm trying to think back. I remember, like, even mid to maybe even late April snow. I don't remember it coming this late, at least here in the Valley. Yeah, I'm sure it's happened before, but probably. Um you know, in, in the end, I'm okay with it because, we, God, we need that moisture. So Moisture. Moisture. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just saying uh, I know it's going to be crazy to kind of figure that out. We, if you were paying attention to the weather at all over the weekend, you kind of knew it might be coming. But still very weird to see also an opportunity for us to say, hey, 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 be careful this morning. Huh? Uh, don't go crazy. Uh, but uh, hopefully it's not one of those things that stick and stay because... While we need the moisture, I I, uh, I don't like it. But I understand why it's here, and I'm wrapping my head around, and hopefully you do as well. Welcome to the show on a very busy week and a very busy Monday. Today, as we set the table, Big J will have another, uh, I guess, uh, Ballyhood member of the Bearded Badass Club that will be added to the fun this morning. That's going to happen. Another chance for you to qualify for the Big Backyard Box. It is a large box that is chock full of $10,000 worth of stuff Bam. that you can use on your house and your backyard in general. And then there's also about $1,000 in cash in there. That never sucks either. We'll give you a chance to qualify for that. If you like just straight up cash, you'll have a chance to play the X-Rock Double Dare at 7.30 again this morning with up to $200 on the line. But it depends on how much you want to risk and your knowledge of a particular subject. We will get into that this morning. We have a We're Going to Hell story involving fecal matter, which is always fun. Oh, look out. And we should have a bunch more other things on the agenda, including uh, We're Not Done giving away Slipknot tickets as the uh, concert sale continues. It's concert week still through Wednesday, courtesy of Live Nation. There's still a lot of shows uh, available for you to take advantage of. Now, it is important that I say this. There are a lot of people trying for stuff. There, These are a select number of tickets at each show. That are $25. So once they're gone, they're gone. That's why it's imperative that you get in on these things early. Like, I know the 311 ones sold out fairly quickly. The $25 tickets to 311 are not available anymore. But you can try the other shows that are still up and around and available. So make sure you do that. Plus, uh, Edge Brewing is bringing Floater to town on the 9th of July. We'll have your tickets to that at the Knitting Factory coming up with bad impressions this morning and additional fun and excitement on the agenda. I'm also guessing that probably pretty early on, as we talk about the box office, you'll be able to get Big J and I's spoiler-free review oh, you, you of did Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah no, my, the plan was always to see it uh, Sunday, and I did. I saw it yesterday. So we'll give you a spoiler-free review of that over the course of the show today as well. Let's get started with some Beastie Boys kicking things off here this morning on the X-Rocks.
important stuff. Launch news feed. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, if you have a home, there's no doubt about it. You right now could sell it or it's worth more than it actually should be. There's no doubt about that, but it's crazy. According to Moody's Analytics, which is a company that kind of processes home values across the country, has found that homes in 97% of the cities here in the United States of America, the entire country, are overvalued, according to the company, which probably isn't that surprising. Uh, Some of us have paid more for our houses than others, but it still is one of those deals where it's like, is it really worth that much? And the answer is no. It's just people are willing to pay that much for it, therefore... It is what it is. Uh, in Boise, Moody's found that homes are 73% overvalued. Oh now, that God. that makes it the most overpriced city in the nation, according to this study. Uh, the study comes as mortgage rates hit the highest level since 2009, which adds another hurdle for anybody trying to house, trying to buy a house here in Idaho. But earlier this week, the Federal Reserve increased the 30-year mortgage rate to 5.27%. So if a couple years ago you refinanced your house when it was at like 2.96%, you made a very smart decision because things are very high now for mortgage rates, which means it's going to be or at least cost you more to get a mortgage these days, which in many cases people think is going to slow down the housing market, which it may has kind of already. That doesn't necessarily mean prices go down. That just means there's a lot more fish in the pool trying to take a bite. And that means that houses are on the market a little bit more. Maybe you have to actually, you know, have it listed for a bit before you sell. You know, remember how it was before the whole thing got absolutely crazy and insane? It's kind of back to that point now. But the other case of it is that makes it more difficult to sell your home. You're not turning it around as quick. And you may not get as much as you initially had thought. But that does not mean that things are slowing down inventory is still a case depending on where you want to go all that kind of stuff so it's still not great to buy a house it's still very expensive to buy a house and you know that when you're you're buying a house in boise odds are you're not getting your money's worth just a heads up but uh, everybody's gotta live somewhere big j i keep telling you that all the time you understand yeah uh, listen, if there's a playoff series, odds are it's tied two games to two. Doesn't matter whether it's NHL or NBA. The Mavericks beat the Suns last night by 10. Uh, fouls were an issue in that game for the Suns. That series is knotted up at two games apiece. Sixers beat the Heat last night. The return of Joel Embiid as well, 116-108. That series is tied two games apiece. Boston over the Hurricanes, 5-2. That series is tied two apiece. Blues over the Wild, 5-2, also tied at two apiece. Lightning put up seven on the Maple Leafs, 7-3 to tie up that series at two games apiece. And the Kings and Oilers are basically trading shutouts every game. Kings this time, 4-0. And that series is tied two games apiece as things continue to go deeper and deeper into the world of uh, the playoffs in both the NHL and NBA. The little movie studio that could, Big J. I'm not sure if you ever heard of Marvel Studios, but it ended up having the number one movie of the weekend at the box office as Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness had a pretty nice opening weekend, bringing in $185 million. That is the second best opening during the COVID era. Uh, The only movie to have beaten it, of course, Spider-Man No Way Home. That opened up at $260 million. Uh, The Bad Guys, number two, Sonic the Hedgehog 3, Fantastic Beast, number four, Everything Everywhere All at Once, number five. I saw the movie yesterday. You saw it Friday. Uh, Your thoughts on Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of 
of Madness. Uh, it's definitely a different movie for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Let's put it that way. Uh, and so, I mean, if you've been watching, you know, if you watch Loki or in those other shows, maybe you're a little more prepared for what you're going to see with some of the uh, the multiverse madness. But of course, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home obviously going to set it up a little bit. And, um, you know, I remember reading uh, Sam Raimi's like, hey, you know, in this particular case for me to come in here and do this, the characters are established. Didn't have to do a lot of that. There was a couple, there was one new character in particular, uh, which I really liked. And I wish that had gotten a little more service uh, finding out about her backstory and stuff. But um, it, it was to me, and I, I, I've seen this and, and I even posted this, it, it was very Marvel Cinematic Universe Army of Darkness. Uh, what does that mean? What does that mean? Yeah, I mean, mean Army of Darkness, but in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I see. Yeah, it's it's definitely uh, more of a horror movie than it is. There a- was a lot of campy, cheesy stuff I felt that was in this movie that I would normally get serviced in a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. So yeah, they leaned into the madness stuff. Here's here was my uh, takeaway without spoiling anything. It, it wasn't necessarily what I expected, and also I feel like uh, the bar may be set too high. I, I, I went in expecting like some sort of multiverse adventure and we didn't really get that. You got like uh, you got like Doctor Strange and like two or three multiverses kind of a thing. But uh, and it kind of encountering other characters for the most part, but it really wasn't like this bouncing around from timeline to timeline kind of adventure that I thought it was, and it almost kind of sold it as. Uh, but so I mean, and listen, I love Sam Raimi. I love a lot of the practical stuff that he did. But like Marvel, the Marvel universe to me is starting to head in a direction that I- I'm not. I'm we're going into a lot more of an area that's going to be very hit and miss for me, which is to say. Uh, very CGI directed, uh, less grounded in emotionality and connection to characters, and more about big, you know, CGI kind of battles with characters yeah. that I don't know who they are or why they're there. It's the stuff I don't like, and and so it worries me a little bit that this is the direction that we're taking, and it feels like it almost feels Star Wars esque, if you will. The second, the la- the latest, the latest trilogy, which is it feels like we kind of have an idea of where they're going, but they're not really sure exactly how they're going to get there yet and it worries me a little bit because these movies essentially just become instead of having their own story kind of contained which this one kind of does it's everything's more of a bridge to the next one and like i get that and that's fine and i guess i've kind of signed up for that in the marvel world but it's starting to wear on me a little bit where it's like nothing ever ends, it's just a continuation, and nothing means anything because anything could be undone, and that really messes with my emotional connection to the film. When nothing means anything, is it ever worth anything, I guess is my point. And yeah. so it, some of that stuff becomes you know, interesting, and there were some really cool parts in the movie. I just, I just walked away a little bit disappointed because I had a bar set so high because Raimi was coming back, and I really thought they were going to do some weird and cool and interesting things, and it all seemed fairly nominal to me it was it was mediocre yes and and i felt that way too i didn't get that emotional connection and i realized that part of that too is like maybe i just don't like dr strange like i was like the first one wasn't like my favorite movie yeah he's a hard guy i mean also like they're trying to paint him as like a line walker like he could go good he could go bad or he sometimes he's bad you just gotta find it it's weird um so i mean maybe it was that and and i thought that american chavez i really like that character i think it's you know they they really didn't get a chance to get into that 
necessarily in no this know. this was a this was a Wanda Strange movie is yeah. what it ended up being and they, they you I'm know like, I saw enough of that in WandaVision <laughs> well they had to wrap up that story well, now where they go I mean it's pretty clear set up at least for the comic side of things where they're headed but how the hell they get there in a reasonable amount of time I have no idea yeah. none how they're going to get to the point where they want to get to. But it was there also some, were some really cool moments in the movie and really cool things. And if you're a Marvel fan, you have to see it. There's no doubt about it. I just had some... I was really excited for this movie because of the people involved in it. And I walked away just kind of going, eh. Now, again, there were some very cool mo- moments in the movie that I really, really enjoyed. But, I mean, if I'm stacking this in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I'm putting it towards the bottom. Agree or disagree, Big Jack? Yeah. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Oh, what's in the box? Only on 100.3 VX Rocks. What's in the box? I'll tell you what's in the box. About $10,000 worth of amazing stuff from great Treasure Valley companies like Window World and Archaic Concrete and Butte Fence and Boise Army Navy. And $1,000 on top of that. When it's all said and done, you got $10,000 worth of stuff inside of that really awesome box that you can use on your home, your backyard, your property, anything. And it's all available for you to win. But you have to get qualified first. So I'll give you an opportunity to call in 208-287-1003. Big J has a Doctor Strange X box that no. uh, basically he can shove anything in. Oh, okay. And yeah. you would never know what's going on because it could be anything that could fit in there. Doesn't matter the size. It's all in his head. You just got to figure out the clues to try to see what Big J has stuffed in his box. And if you get it right, you're officially qualified for the big backyard box. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? Uh, this is Kelly. All right, Kelly. You're up first. Good luck. Hey, when this first came out, families were playing sports together, but inside the house. All right. It's not spelled this way, but it's so fun when you go, wee! Oh, the Nintendo Wii. There you go, man. Hey, good job, man. Congratulations. That's what's inside the box. You got yourself qualified for the big backyard box, Kelly. Please hold on. We'll get some information from you, and that's how it works. Why, why are you putting a Wii inside of a box? Uh, in 2009, THQ, the game developer, uh, created a 24-karat gold-plated Wii console that was supposed to be given to Queen Elizabeth II as a gift. She never got it. Hilarious. And now it's up for auction. How much do you think it's going to get? Uh, it's going to go for about uh, probably a few mil. What? For real? Yeah. Is it a functional Yeah, 300000 I was just oh. guessing. I didn't want to because I didn't actually look that part up. I didn't think of that as a follow-up question. <laughs> I didn't want to be a lame-ass. And then I... Okay, 300000 sounds a little bit more reasonable to me. I mean, it's still too much money, but that's... I mean, like, I was thinking, like, a couple million for a Wii? There's and then, no way. And then I bitched out, so... <laughs> Fair enough. Morning After with Nick and Big J, your bearded badass is next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> Presented by The Beardsmith on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Hey, you want to get an appointment to The Beardsmith? Then go check out uh, the website, thebeardsmith.com. They've got two locations, Caldwell and in Garden City. All the great products you can imagine to keep your beard looking and uh, smelling as good as it can. Of course, uh, they also can uh, set you up with a regular good old-fashioned amazing haircut. they got all that there at theboisebeardsmith.com. Uh, today's be- Bearded Badass can definitely display some beard variety. From a scraggly, hey, I haven't shaved yet, to a massive get-out-of-my-way beardo beard. Considering his nickname on his high school wrestling team was the Babyface Killer, he's come a long way. I'm talking about multifaceted Jorge Garcia. 
The actor-comedian was originally born in Omaha, Nebraska, relocated as a child to the Orange County area, and he graduated from UCLA with a communications degree and then logged some acting classes. After nailing down some commercial work, he managed to find his way into a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode, which landed him the gig. He was the first person cast in the TV thriller known as Lost. Hugo Hurley Reyes nearly transcended the entire series. The character was so popular that Jorge started a blog called Dispatches from the Island and then a weekly podcast called Geronimo Jack's Beard. Weezer loved him so much they named the eighth studio album after the character called Hurley. In fact, a picture of Jorge is uh, the cover of the album. Jorge actually has even jumped up on stage with the band and sang a few times, which has come in pretty handy this year as you can find Jorge in the seventh season of The Masked Singer. After Lost, he was cast in NBC's Alcatraz. Now, at the time, that was one of the favorites of the morning after. That's a curse, and that show only <laughs> lasted one season. It was a really good show. Yeah, it was. Uh, Jorge landed a spot in CBS's Hawaii Five O as just a guest spot as a conspiracy theorist, Jerry Ortega. Fans loved him so much, he became a cast regular for the remainder of the show, which lasted for 10 years. Uh, there is no doubt that Jorge Garcia is... A bearded badass. I didn't know he did stand-up comedy. I knew he was an Well, actor. that's what it says, but I haven't seen him do any stand-up either. Maybe some of that's from his... Uh, I'm, I'm sure he's capable of it, though. He's pretty uh, talented, so... Yeah, very much so. Uh, congratulations on joining the crew of Bearded Badass in there, Jorge. Enjoy it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your Bearded Badass on the way. We got to do some important stuff. We're going to return this week to the X-Rock Double Dare. It's all coming up. Don't go anywhere. After with Nick and Big J. I suppose you probably shouldn't be all that surprised about this, but the American Heart Association has released their heart disease and stroke statistic update for 2022. And they're finally, this stuff has been around long enough that they actually have some medical evidence about it. I'm talking about e-cigarettes, Big J. And a lot of times people use those to wane themselves off of actual cigarette smoking. Under the guise, at least, I think, uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, I think that's, I'm not sure if everybody thinks that, but I think that is one of the uh, common beliefs of people that take up vaping or e-cigaretting is that, well, listen, at least it's not like, you know, I'm smoking actual tobacco and cigarettes, so it's got to be better. And it turns out, according to the American Heart Association, yeah, yeah, no, no, it's not. (laughs) It's, It's exactly as if you were to continue smoking. So... If you want to quit smoking or wane yourself off of cigarettes or smoke e-cigarettes, you're an adult person. That's up to you what you want to do. You know, I think, the risks involved in it. One out of five deaths in the United States, according to this latest study, is in some way attached to cigarette smoking. But they're letting you know that, hey, listen, whether you're smoking cigarettes or you're e-cigarette smoking, you're still increasing the risk of lung cancer and all sorts of bad things that can happen to you uh, cardiovascular wise if you were a smoker. So smoking, smoking, no matter how you're doing it is what it boils down to. But Big J, they did find out that absolutely nothing is worse for you than doing both at the same time. There are plenty of people that smoke cigarettes and then also do e-cigarettes and they can't. That's the worst thing you could possibly do. Uh, So keep that in mind as well. Uh, Again, I'm sure if you've gone this far, there's nothing anybody can say that's going to change your mind. But according to both the American Heart Association and the uh, FDA, they're telling you that dual smoking e-cigarettes and regular cigarettes is about as the worst thing that you can do as a smoker, period, at the end. Quitting can really save your ass here. Sure. Uh, And and, um, like they're... 
there are lots of part of it that it regenerates a little bit of itself, but you have to stop. Yes. Yes. In- inhaling the tobacco. Yes. You have to you have to stop doing it if you want to get better. But again, uh, these are all facts and things that are presented uh, on a daily basis to those that smoke. It's a conscious decision. I'm not trying to influence you in any way nor shame you into doing something that you enjoy doing yeah, and you do. Yeah, there's plenty of people that can do that for you. Right. What I'm saying is don't don't fool yourself by thinking that you're doing the healthier option. You're just you're just not. And if you're doing both at the same time for, you know, because your job won't let you smoke tobacco products, so you do e-cigarette or whatever the case may be, you're just making it worse for yourself. And try to keep that in mind as well. Big J, did you watch any of the USFL yesterday? Uh, no, <laughs> I didn't. Me either. I haven't watched one minute no, of the USFL. No, no, me either. And according to the ratings, not a lot of other people have either. The Mavericks beat the Suns 111-100. to uh, That means that series is tied up at one apiece. 76ers over the Heat last night, two by eight. They are now knotted up in that series, two games apiece. Kentucky Derby over the weekend. Did you watch any of that? Uh, no, I didn't get to watch it, but I heard about it. Yeah, obviously. Rich Strike was the big winner. 80-1 to long shot. Came out of nowhere, way back in the pack as well, to uh, put together uh, the biggest upset in Kentucky Derby history since like 1913. Uh, that's the longest shot to win the Derby in forever. And it was pretty impressive. So not a lot of people cashed in, but those that did made an absolute crap ton of money on the Kentucky Derby this time around. Uh, Not sure John Morant is going to play tonight as he got injured in the Game 3 on Saturday. Uh, Probably not, as a matter of fact. And Memphis lost by almost 40 points. I expect that to happen again with no Gerard Morant on the floor. But the Sacramento Kings have also agreed to their new head coach. Mike Brown is coming off the bench now. He, of course, won a championship with the Cleveland Cavaliers. And he has been the Cavs coach as well as the Lakers coach. We spent the last seven seasons as an assistant with the Golden State Warriors. Now he's back uh, in the lead side of the bench. We have ourselves a new Doctor Who, Big J. I'm not sure you've ever heard of him, but his name is Nakuti Guata. He is a actor on the Netflix uh, movie uh, show at Sex Education is where he is most famous from. The BBC revealed that he will be the new Doctor Who, replacing Jodie Whittaker, who has held the role since 2017. And so that we have ourselves another Doctor. So congratulations. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Let's play The X Double Dare on 100.3 The X Rocks. All right, it is time for somebody to try to win some straight-up cash from us in the X-Rock Double Dare, up to $200 on the line. Today's contestant is Ken. Hey, Ken, good morning, man. How are you? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? Not too bad. You navigating your way through this snowstorm, for crying out loud? Oh, brother, I tell you what, I didn't take my boat out, but I don't think it's going to happen this year. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not, unfortunately. Get the, get the snow skis out again. Uh, the idea here, Ken, is for you to win as much money as possible. That's going to depend at least a little bit on your knowledge of the following topic. Big J? Uh, Netflix original series. Does that, uh, I guess, give you some confidence or give you some worry when you know what the co- when the actual category is, Ken? Um, I give that 50-50. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how you do. Uh, it's double or nothing up to $200. Uh, you can stop any time, but if you do get a question wrong, you walk away with nothing, okay? All right, that's good. All right, 50 bucks. In what state does Stranger Things takes place in? Illinois, Indiana, or Ohio? 
Uh, Illinois. Illinois. I knew it, man. I knew that when I saw this question. I'm like, ooh. Right off the bat. Unfortunately, Ken, that is incorrect. Uh, Big J. Oh, man. What state does Stranger Things take place in? Indiana. Right. Little Hawkins, Indiana. I don't know if I would have remembered that either. Is where it takes place in. Well, uh, unfortunately, man, I I wish we could have hooked you up. But uh, one and done today, Ken. But don't worry. Plenty more chances for you to get in on the running. Uh, it happens at uh, 12.30 with Jason Drew and 5.30 today with Adam. And that category will remain the same. All these questions will be about Netflix original series. You don't remember the state? Is that Was that a hard I, question? I, yeah, I think that was. Uh, that was listed as one of the easier ones yeah, uh, I know. in, in the, the stuff that I was looking at. And I, and I thought the multiple choice might help a little bit, but apparently yeah. it uh, it hindered. Uh, it's also been a while since Stranger Things have been That's out. the thing, man. It's, it seems like it's been years. That's uh, that Again, uh, welcome to the problem with Netflix original series. Not only does it, it, you don't know when they're coming out or how long it's been, but also really hard to retain information <laughs> when you're binging stuff like that. But uh, we'll see if you can the rest of the way with this category as it remains the same here on the X-Rock Double Dare throughout the rest of the day. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll come back with We're Going to Hell. It's next on the X-Rock. J on 100.3 The X-Rocks. Headed to New York City for today's We're Going to Hell story. A story that makes me both laugh and feel very sad. As uh, we are headed to New York has got some of the priciest real estate in the world. You're familiar with this, Yeah, right? Manhattan, baby. Right, and we're going to one of those very fancy Manhattan buildings, specifically luxury condos in downtown New York City. So you have to make a pretty good amount of money if you are going to have this as your home address, I guess is my point, right? Yes. And so there are very rich people that are living in this particular building, and they are having a very real problem with one of the residents in the building. Her name is 83-year-old Helen Hirsch. She has lived there for the past 30 years, and she has now been, according to building management, uh, banned from taking part in the luxury condos uh, fitness center as well as their pool. Because, Big J, she won't stop crapping in it. Uh, she apparently has now defecated in the pool three different times. Uh, they uh, say they have evidence on film, which makes me really, really grossed out. Uh, but uh, not only did they say she's gone in the pool twice, causing them to have to drain and clean it each time, but also she apparently has gone to the bathroom inside the fitness center shower area as well, which is also... Uh, not recommended, Big J. Uh, that's where toilets are for. That's where you go, number two. You understand? Yeah. Uh, not only that, but they've also got complaints from uh, other residents that say that she, when she's swimming in the pool, uh, loves to scream and make loud noises as well. And they're not sure why that's a thing. Uh, but she also uh, apparently doesn't wear proper footwear in the gym and all sorts of stuff. Uh, so it's a real issue. Now, as a result of her essentially uh, you know, pooping on the rules... She's been banned from the area, but here's the thing. I don't know if this lady's a hacker or she's got some friends, but she was able to somehow get in the code to the fitness center, and she has resumed using it. They know this because, A, they have it on camera, and, B, they found another poo, Big J. (laughs) Now, for the record, Hirsch has denied the accusations against her and says that they are completely fabricated despite visual evidence, and... She believes they are targeting her because uh, in the 30 years that she has lived there, she has vehemently denied tipping the building staff. It's one of her things that she doesn't believe in, tipping people that work at the building. So that's why she thinks there's this vendetta against her. 
So she is planning on countersuing and all sorts of stuff. Uh, you know, part of me is like, listen, man, she's 83 years old. She's an old lady. Uh, you got to give her the benefit of the doubt. But the other part of it is some of this stuff seems very deliberate by her as well. And so rules are rules. They should probably reply, uh, apply to everybody regardless of age. Yeah. But uh, you also can't be pooping anywhere you want to poop. You know what I'm saying? Even if you're an old lady. Even if you're an old lady. Especially. I mean, yeah. I, I also, I mean, it, again, it, you know, if it were, di- I would have a different feeling probably if I felt like she wasn't able to have all of her faculties. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because 83 years old, anything can happen. It could be touch and go at that point as far as your mental state, unfortunately. But if you have control of those functions and it seems like you just are like a Cruella DeVille type who doesn't tip anybody that works there and just feels like you can go to the bathroom wherever you want to go to the bathroom which could be the case here then I'm all of a sudden not on your side no matter how old you are you understand? Yeah. So but I don't know because they're both saying two very different things so I want to believe the old person because I love the elderly and I think they're fantastic and a treasure Uh and I want to protect them at every move but also, it's like, hey, Grandma, you know, you can't just drop a deuce anywhere you want to do that. You understand? That's not okay. Especially in a luxury high-end place, you know? That's the kind of stuff that's going to get you uh, with a target on your back, and you don't want that. So, remember, everybody, we go to the bathroom in the turlet, right? Yeah. Thank you. Generally. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, a few years back, you went on an all-vegan diet. Uh, do you look back on that time fondly or like Hell Hunter? Um, I mean, it was a little bit of both, to be honest with you. What was the hardest part about it? Uh, I think, well, cooking for one. I mean, vegan cooking vegan is it's a lot of it's a lot of steps, a lot of stuff you need to do. Yeah, because so, I mean, you're, it's not you're, easy. In order to make that attractive to somebody who isn't, you know, leaving meat or whatever for ethical reasons, you're going to have to alter the taste of some of these vegetables to make them interesting to you and and make you want to try new and different things. And also probably not cheap, right? Uh, right, yeah. Uh, what was the best part about it, I guess? I don't know. I mean, you know, you lose a lot of the inflammation. Uh-huh. Uh, so you feel good about that. And, I mean, you lose weight. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, I lost probably 50 pounds. And that's exactly what Copenhagen University found out. They said, listen, if you are looking to lose weight, there is nothing better or at least more proven than you can do than go all vegan. It will 100% of the time, if you are currently a red meat eater and somebody that eats meat, make you lose weight. Depending on how much weight you have to lose, that will vary, of course. But they did find that 98% of people that studied over an 11-year study of vegan diets lost weight from when they originally started that diet. So it's a great diet for weight loss. Now, whether that law, that weight stays off depends on how long you stick with the diet, but they found out that the if the average person does a vegan diet for 12 weeks, you will lose anywhere from 16 to 25 pounds, guaranteed, if you change your diet. Now, of course, they do caution you to say that vegan diets lead to weight loss because they're associated with a reduced calorie number usually and a way lower content of fat and higher dietary fiber, so that helps things out. But they do caution their findings, saying, hey, listen, number one, you have to make sure it's good for you. Number two, there are some negative health risks that go along with an all-vegan diet for everybody. It's not for everybody. 
So you need to make sure and clear it with your doctor before you do this. It's not some sort of fad. It's one of those things where you need to make sure it, it checks out with what you're, what's going on with your body to make sure you can do something like that. But it's apparently a guaranteed way to lose weight, which is what all the diets say, but very few can deliver. You understand? Yeah, I mean, if you want to quickly lose some weight and uh, feel better about yourself six weeks ago and vegan, not the worst thing you could do. No, as long as, again, you're not having other complications or your doctor says it's not a good idea. Again, there's some people that can't do this just because of medical needs. Just check it out. And if it's okay and that's what you want to do, knock yourself out. Mavericks over the Suns by 10 to tie up the series at two games apiece. 76ers over the Heat by 8 to tie up that series at two games apiece. On the ice, Boston, St. Louis, Tampa Bay, and the Kings winners. All of them uh, becoming victors, tying up their series at two games apiece as well as everything's 2-2 across all of the world of playoff hockey and basketball. That's just the way that it's going, and I'm guessing after tonight the Bucks celtics series will be 2-2 as well. Well, Big J, just a reminder, everybody in Hollywood is a scumbag. And uh, we had another report over the weekend that broke Fred Savage, Big J, star of the original Wonder Years and has since turned into a fairly successful director of many different sitcoms over the course of the last couple of years, has been fired from his role as executive producer of the Wonder Years reboot because not just one, but multiple complaints of misconduct of course he was the star of the original series and he was directing some of the episodes of the remake as well as executive producing uh, apparently they were made aware of some of the the actual uh, inappropriate conduct done by Fred did an investigation and found out that uh, some of it was truthful at 20th Century Fox and so they had decided to part ways with him now no details have been released uh, but it apparently revolves around inappropriate behavior rumors to have occurred now the other side to this coin is this is not the first time he's been accused of this uh he also had harassment allegations on the set of the original wonder years big j which makes me really worry yeah no kidding and then he also apparently was accused of uh, inappropriate conduct on the grinder remember that sitcom on fox that was took place in idaho yeah with Boise, Idaho. Yeah. yeah. He was also uh, apparently found to be doing something bad on that because both cases were settled with cash settlements out of court. Uh, and that's how he was able to continue things on. So uh, to say there's a pattern, I think would be an accurate statement that Fred Savage is not a very good person. So well, let's put uh, him on the list. <laughs> he's on the list. Him, uh, He's made Jericho's list, just so you know. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Act down on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, we got tickets to the NotFest Roadshow. NotFest Roadshow is happening Saturday, June 11th out of Ford Idaho Center Arena. You've got Slipknot Cypress Hill. Uh, it's going to be a hell of a show, and we've got your tickets here. By the way, the uh, Live Nation $25 ticket all in for Concert Week is still a thing, and uh, still some Slipknot tickets available for that. So... You want to uh, check that out, cttouringid.com. You just need to beat Nick here in Pop Culture Smackdown to get your hands on these for free. 208-287-1003. If you think you got what it takes, I wish everybody the best of luck. Big J, are you ready? Yeah. Then to the phones we go. Good morning, the X. Good morning, gentlemen. All right, my friend. What's your name? Mike. All right, Mike. You're up first, man. Area 51 is located in which part of the United States? Well, it's in Nevada. It is in Nevada. You're right. absolutely 100% correct. 
Uh, let's see here, Nick. Who played Jack Ryan's boss, Admiral Greer, in the first three movies based on the Tom Clancy movies? Who played his boss? Yeah, Ad- Admiral Greer. Man, it's been a while since I've seen those Harrison Ford films. And that's about all I remember about them is Harrison Ford. Um, but they were in the early 90s, and it had to be somebody fairly old. Is he still alive today? Yes. He is still alive. Hmm. And God bless it. Oh, okay. So somebody that you're a fan of then that is alive. Uh, I'll say the immortal Dabney Coleman. No. Wrong. Dabney Coleman? Like, I would care if he's still alive. Well, I thought you liked him. I mean, you did like 9 to 5. Well, who was it? Uh, James Earl Jones, dude. James Earl? See, I I probably should have got that one. You're right. 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 I, I I just spaced that he was in those movies is what it boils down to. Congratulations, my man. It's that easy. Slipknot tickets are yours today. Cypress Hill Horror on that lineup as well. Not Fest tickets are coming your way. Hold on tight. We'll get some information from you. Make sure you're all set and good to go. We'll come back with some headlines. They're happening next in the X Rocks. Headlines are as follows on the snowy morning. Big J finders keepers. Mistakes were made. And let's get hammered. Mistakes were made. It's considered one of the most serious blunders in publishing history, according to the University of Canterbury in New Zealand. But it's also one of the funniest. If you got a little sense of humor, they found a Bible that was printed in England in 1631 that left out the word not in the seventh commandment and thus instructed particular readers to, uh, according to the words of God, thou shalt commit adultery, Big J. The typo caused quite the uproar at the time. King Charles I was not amused, resulting in the destruction of nearly all the approximately 1,000 copies in print per The Guardian. However, about 20 specimens of the aptly nicknamed Wicked Bible are known to have survived, and one just surfaced in New Zealand for the very first time, and they believe it's worth a ridiculous amount of money. But then I question, Big J, maybe that's the right one, and we got the wrong one. What do you think? Uh, no. Doesn't doesn't check out, right? No. That's not exactly on brand. So, yeah, yeah, I'm sure it was a mistake. I can understand the anger, and now it's going to make somebody a whole hell of a lot of money because uh, of a wicked Bible. I mean, that's like the the green ride the lightning poster from Metallica. You know what I mean? But also, I mean, if you want to talk about misinformation, back in the day when there was like six oh. books and that's what you read yeah. and you took it as the word of God. But I here's mean, the thing. Most people couldn't read. Right. So it didn't really matter. Well, I mean, I'm guessing that this is how a lot of people back then were instructed to live their lives. And so it probably got a little sketchy from time to time. Finders keepers or let's get hammered. Let's get hammered. Uh, No doubt about it, more and more people are working from home these days. And according to the New York Times, employees have uh, decided to drink a lot more at work than they have normally because they're at home. According to reports from a lot of employees that, of course, the anonymity was important to this particular study, found out that a couple people have two or three drinks, especially on a Friday afternoon as they wrap up their work days because they're already home and they know they're not going anywhere. So you might as well, you know, cork the wine a little bit early and go to town. Now, of course, employers are frowning upon this, but it is very difficult to tell whether or not your employee who is not in the office, Big J, is absolutely hammered. So keep that in mind that it may be a tough transition for you to go back to the office if you're getting hammered every day at home. And you also may have a real problem with alcohol, you guys. Yep. Uh, Something to maybe do some self-reflection on. I mean, uh, that alcohol ain't going anywhere. You can drink it once you actually clock out. It's okay. In case you're curious. Whoa. Listen, who's going to do it? Take it easy, buddy. I'm just saying. You can, but you don't have to be on the clock and get hammered. 
If that's a necessity, we probably have to do some real, real looking in the mirror there. Wrap it up with Finders Keepers. And as always, you never know what treasures you could find at your Goodwill. Laura Young of Austin, Texas, saw a marble bust from a local Goodwill a couple years ago that she thought was kind of funny looking. So she was like, why not? I'll buy it for 35 bucks. When she got home, she did some research and she soon realized that the bust could be a lot more valuable than it seemed. She reached out to an auction in London, which confirmed that the sculpture was likely as ancient as it looked. Turns out, simply titled Portrait of Man was sculpted from somebody in the first century BD or early AD. Excuse me, BC or early AD. And according to the San Antonio Museum of Art, they believe the sculpture was looted from a German museum in World War II and then taken home by a U.S. soldier, but they're not sure how it got to the Goodwill, of course. The bust is temporarily on display in the San Antonio Museum of Art, but we, this could be worth anywhere from $500,000 to $700,000 that she found at a Goodwill for 35 bucks, Big J. That's a win. That's a W. Now, it could have been just a weird, you know, face of a... Roman soldier statue that she thought was buying, but ended up being a pretty good purchase. So if it Damn. looks old, maybe pick it up, Big J. You never know. It could be worth hundreds of thousands of dollars at your local Goodwill. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on all the stuff. It's the latest five-figure death punch here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And look at us making plans for you this weekend, right, Big J? Yeah, I wanted uh, to have you um, maybe uh, schedule off some time this weekend, Friday in particular, Friday evening, uh, for uh, something special. The Idaho Horsemen uh, have a game going up against the Wenatchee Valley Skyhawks, Nick. And it's Alzheimer's night. So uh, basically what that means is we're going to do something to help raise some money for the Alzheimer's Association of Greater Idaho. One of the longest day uh, fun things, teaming up with uh, Treasure Valley Subaru. And uh, basically, uh, it's going to be a ball toss. And uh, they have uh, put up a 75-inch TV, state-of-the-art, you know, smart TV, all of that. And uh, we've got a bunch of uh, little Nerf footballs uh, that uh, that you can purchase and then uh, throw down on the field. And I think uh, the ones closest to uh, the, the, the net or even in the net is what's going to win you the the TV, and I'll be out there in the field so you can, you know, throw balls at my face. Is it uh, is it going to be like that? Like, are you you're going to be out there as well, and you expect to be hit by some of these nerf balls? Yeah, I, I feel like it's going to be, uh, a, a, you know, uh, hopefully if you everybody waits to throw their balls at the same time, it, it'll be like uh, three hundred <laughs> when they when they shoot the arrows. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, and a very like, harrowing look shade. for you. But, uh, but yeah, I like the idea. And just so everybody knows, this is going to be uh, kind of like an added thing. So you'll go to the game, and then there will be places set up for you where along yeah. the concourse where you can purchase like a handful of balls for a certain amount yeah. of money. And the money goes right to the Alzheimer's Society, and then you could possibly win a TV by chucking a ball at or near your direction. Exactly. You know, have to get you a couple beers in you, really, you know, warm up that arm, and, uh, and have some fun. Have you seen these balls? Yeah, I have. Do you know what they look like? Yes. How big are they? Uh, they're not that big. So are they like kind of so. like the mini footballs that yes. you kind of see in like yeah. fidget kind of things? Yeah. Okay. So now the other side to this that you need to be aware of is you can wing those if you want to, man. Like, I mean, you can put some velocity on it. So yeah. I would say maybe goggles or at least some sunglasses. Nah. So eye protection might be smart because if one hits you in the right spot and if somebody wings you right at you and hits you in the eye, it might be uh, it might be something that you regret. Listen, it would be my greatest honor to lose an eye trying to raise money. For the Alzheimer's Association. Please so. don't aim for Big J's face. Uh, maybe a cup? 
You don't know. I mean, one of those gets you right, buddy. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> Two big J's in one cup. Everybody wants that. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that at the halftime. So, uh, yeah, we're going to do this here this Friday and also Sunday the 29th. But uh, gearing up for Friday, we'll have uh, uh, Rob uh, and I think maybe somebody from the Horsemen in here on uh, on Thursday to uh, talk this up a little bit as well from Treasure Valley Subaru. But, uh, you know, we, we wanted to do this last year, but the game got canceled. Yeah, they, the team so, that they were going to play just, like, folded. Yeah. <laughs> so that became difficult. Yeah. The Wenatchee Valley Skyhawks, not going to do that. Nope. Uh, they will be here on Friday, so it'll be a lot of fun. If you haven't been to a Horseman game yet, they're great. So uh, come on out and uh, enjoy yourself and have some fun with yeah. the whole family. Bring For out those the family. Unfamiliar, it's indoor football, and it's a lot of fun. So uh, make sure you're there on Friday night and grab some balls, and the money goes to a great cause, and maybe win yourself a gigantic TV in the process as well. The morning after with Nick and Big J, we're going to do some bad impressions. Those are next on the X Rock. <laughs> And Big J on 100.3 The X. And some bad impressions brought to you by the Idaho Center Idaho Center pre-owned superstore Treasure Valley Subaru. We got tickets here to uh, Floater. That show happening Saturday, July 9th out at the Dating Factory. Of course, uh, you can hook up your tickets. Uh, it's brought to you by the folks at Edge Brewing. So you want to get some uh, ticket fee free tickets you can hook it up at edge brewing either of the locations one downtown the one in uh boise and uh you just need to figure out bad impressions we'll hook you up with these tickets 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call bad impressions works like this big j has three clues they revolve around somebody pretty famous if you can figure out who that famous person is were you gonna correct me well i'm just gonna say not a household name yet but she should be big j's making it hard on you Let's see if you got what it takes. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? Antonio. All right, Antonio. You're up first. Good luck. I starred as Nurse Claire Temple in almost every Netflix Marvel TV show. Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and The Defenders. Oh, boy. I'm in trouble. What's the next one? I starred as Bridget Meyer in Dope Sick. That will not help you, sir. <sighs> What's the last one? Star Wars fans wanted it, and they got it. I'm the live version of Ashoka Tano in Mandalorian and my own series coming soon. Wow, I guess the uh, next person's going to be really happy. <laughs> no guesses? Maybe. No, none Not even a up. guess. I got nothing. All right, man. Sorry. Thanks. We appreciate you calling in. Yeah, I'm not sure uh, making these things super difficult is the right way to go. I know, but she deserves it. Now listen, uh, let me let me be clear. I believe that this woman is a a fairly popular celebrity and people know who she is, but it is a difficult one from the clues you described. Hello the X. I don't think hey, there are what's any going on. Uh very good man. Did you hear the clues or do you need him again? Sorry, I need him again. I starred as Nurse Claire Temple in almost every Netflix Marvel TV show. Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist and the Defenders. I started as Bridget Meyer in Dope Sick, and Star Wars fans wanted it, and they got it. I'm the, li- the live version of Ashoka Tana in Mandalorian and on my own series very soon. Rosario Dawson? Yes! Yeah, see, you yes! Got it. Good job. It's Rosario Dawson. Please hold on tight, and we'll get some information from you. Why is Rosario Dawson it's, in the news? It's her birthday today. She's 43 years old. Happy birthday, and, Rosario. Uh, she, to me, is she's the female version of Samuel Jackson. Like, she's been in so many things. She's been in so many great 
TV shows, movies. I mean, she's just been all over the place for a very long time, and she deserves uh, all of that notoriety that she hasn't gotten yet, if you ask me. Uh, I agree. I agree. She And she's fantastic in a lot of things, and she's going to be uh, re- reprising her role in Clerks 3 upcoming. Uh, Kevin Smith has announced, those of you that are fans of Clerks 2, and all sorts of other... Re- and she's on that HBO Max show currently as well, that DMZ that's out there. Yeah, DMZ, too. and then, of course, uh, Ashoka is going to be happening at some point. Not sure when that's going to come out, though. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We wrap up the show here next in the x Rocks. <laughs> We're friends, so we could probably call him Papa, right? And get away with it, Big J? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Just making sure. Papa. There's Ghost wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J putting a ribbon on today's show. Thanks for hanging out with us. We did have a chance to blow out some Slipknot tickets as well as some more tickets to Floater. That will continue tomorrow. Uh, Tried and failed to give away some money today in the X-Rock Double Dare, but fret not. Your knowledge of Netflix original series could come in handy with Jason Drew and Adam today, 5.30 and 12.30 as well. And we had a chance to remind you that this Friday, Big J going to be raising some money for the the Idaho, uh, the Alzheimer's Association here of Greater Idaho. You okay over there? Yeah, I did. I was trying to remember if Idaho came first or last in the Alzheimer's Association. And it's the... It's I, at the very end. Right. Greater Idaho, right? Yes. Okay. I just want to make sure I got it right, but for a reason I was having a it's brain It's usually the, the guy who sounds like an idiot is me. So... <laughs> well, there's a lot of nonprofits that I wanted to make sure I got their name right, and I still biffed it up in the process. But Friday, he's going to be taking over halftime of the Idaho Horsemen, so grab your tickets to that and grab some uh, Nerf balls that you can chuck in Big J's direction to win yourself a pretty cool prize in the process. That does leave you with the floor, though, Big J. Yeah, I'm just uh, in the middle of something here, Nick. I'm, I'm uh, creating a website. How does it feel? I don't know. It's the first time. I don't, I'm not sure why I'm doing this. I haven't discussed this with anybody. I haven't consulted with anybody. I was just wondering, like, you were literally just talking about how much work you have, and now you have literally stacked up more on top of what you Well, I mean, this is uh, this is trying to solve a problem that I'm going to run into here in a couple weeks, and if I don't figure it out how to get it, make it simple for everybody. I figured creating a website would be the best to do. All right. Uh, best but now of this thing is just stuck. The wheel is turning, and I'm like, oh, no. Is Good this luck. a scam to take my money? Yeah, they've already got it, buddy, so best of luck. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Beacon Plumbing for tank and tankless water heaters, clogged drains, leaky faucets, toilets, that won't flush. Stop freaking and call Beacon. Beacon Plumbing Heating and Mechanical is your trusted plumbing source online at beaconplumbing.com. That's it for us. Jason Drew's up next. We'll see you guys tomorrow. It's the X-Rocks. <laughs> The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.